Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Star Wars movies one minute at a time. I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. I'm Alex Robinson from ComicBookAlex.com. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm a writer for The Daily Show and co-host of the Flophouse Podcast. And I'm Stuart Wellington, a co-host of the Flophouse Podcast and a bartender in Brooklyn. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Hey. Hello. Hey. We're so happy hey. to be here. Uh, today, you guys get the fantastic minute 126. Mm. We're an hour, two hours Tasty. and six minutes into Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. And what a journey it's been. I know, right? <laughs> Can you believe we've come this far? <laughs> Save the best minutes for us. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, this starts with Qui Guy's dying wishes, and it ends with uh, Sheev Palpatine arriving to thank everybody. Did and you give say him a pat on the back? Did you say Qui Guy? Qui Guy. That's oh. become our kind of oh, our oh, nickname man. for him. Sort of like Shy Guy from yeah, exactly. Mario Brothers too. <laughs> you can't look at him. <laughs> oh no, wait, that's the ghosts that you can't. If you look at them, they hide. Right? Shy yeah, guys are the ones with the the masks. The on. masks, right? Because they're shy, <laughs> they wear masks, right? It would be great if Quag got to have a mask at the end of this and it was yep. somebody else. Send in all Super Mario Brothers complaints to uh, <laughs> Star Wars Minute. <laughs> to Mario get... at internet <laughs> dot com <laughs> slash game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you want to do backslash game. You don't want to do backslash like pasta or <laughs> but backslash batali. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven forbid backslash Cantone. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is uh, we got to, this is the beginning of the wrap up kind of the, all the action has just uh, mm-hmm. started to to wind down. <clears throat> we want to towel off after that, right? Amazing battle, sure. A duel of the fates, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I guess Anakin's fate was the fate of the galaxy was decided because now Anakin is going to be trained by Obi Wan. Yeah, do you think things would have turned out differently had he been trained by Qui? <laughs> or was yes. it inevitable? Was his destiny to become Darth Vader, <clears throat> right? Or to be the chosen one? Anyway, maybe not become Darth Vader, but I think Qui Gon would have gotten sick of him after a little while, and he would have yeah. gotten bored and moved on to a different. He, he seems like he's into different kind of trends and right. and uh, fads, so he would have been like, oh yeah, chosen one. Why don't you train him? So yeah. how long do you think it would have lasted? Like ten years? No, a year. A year? Wow, he really has Whoa. a short attention span. Yeah, and then he would have been selling death sticks in Coruscant. <laughs> <laughs> 
like everybody else. Yeah, it would have been a terrible, terrible story. Um, well, I, uh, we, we kind of we mentioned this. We joked about this a little bit last week, but I'm, uh, I'm obsessed with the, the idea that Obi-Wan now has to drag Qui-Gon's body through those same energy doors <laughs> slowly. Deadly rays. <laughs> the deadly rays that he's got to like drag it. In the, so he can't be moving quickly. He's got to drag it basically one at a time, like vzz, and then wait 10 minutes and then like vzz. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's like, where's Opie and yeah, Qui-Gon? Yeah. They should be back by now. He doesn't have like a cell phone, right? Does he have that communicator? Or oh, he Darth might Maul have. laser it out of his hands. <laughs> oh, he, I wonder. He might have to go through Qui-Gon's pockets. Oh. Maybe. Well, he probably left it in his robes, which they took off right, right before right. the in fight. The hangar. All the way up. So he can like <laughs> yeah. see his phone. It's yeah. over there. You hear and he's it like, ringing. Oh. Yeah, he's Maybe like, he just shoves the body down the Darth Maul pit. And yeah, then like he gets like a, he just gets a cadaver from the local... They're, they're burning someone else. <laughs> he gets a drifter. <laughs> a Naboo drifter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Obi-Wan promises to uh, to train uh, train the boy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then they have that shot, which... We get we get actual verbal commitment on that one? Or does he just nod his head? I don't... I think he says, I will, right? Yeah, oh. I thought he said something about... Like, it could have been... He could have said a lot of different things. <laughs> he said, I will, and then he dies. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, there's something about the, the shot where it pulls back from the two of them, and he's holding Qui-Gon. Yes. There's either a reflection or something of the lasers on the left-hand side of the screen that has always bugged me mm-hmm. every time I watch this movie, because I'm like, what is that? And I don't want to take the time to pause the movie, yeah. <laughs> because I've already been watching it for so long, and my wife is mad at me <laughs> i don't have time to pause it and see exa- so what is so that you're is saying that- this is a dead end because even now we don't know what it is but we try to scrub a little bit here yeah, see if i can scrub. pull it up and do uh it's not, the, it's not the no doors. Scrub. It's not those oh, doors. Oh, I see what you is mean. Is it a reflection of the doors? This is why I, I agreed to come on oh, to this specific <laughs> Finally, <minute>. at long <laughs> last, it was your destiny to find out the answer. <laughs> it is, I think it's a reflection of the, the, kind of the, the deadly ray generators along the door, but they're reflected kind of almost in one straight line down the floor, so it looks uh-huh. like a weird, like there's just like a... Like the yeah. film is half burnt away almost. This yeah. is the sort of detail mm-hmm. that George Lucas cared about yeah. and nothing else. That <laughs> <laughs> is a weird, because it does seem to go on really longer than it should. Well, those doors well, are pretty tall. The movie? <laughs> yeah, the movie. Because <laughs> yeah. we're in 126 <laughs> minutes here. So Yeah. <clears throat> um, but that shot of, Anik, of Obi leaning over Qui-Gon is reflected. It's the same shot of Luke cradling Vader. Or oh. at cradling Anakin at the end of Return of the Jedi. Cratering. Cradling Vader. He's a Vader cradler. See, that's Vader interesting because, you know, The Force Awakens got a lot of flack for how much, uh, obviously, it mirrored yeah. uh, New Hope. But I was, you know, like watching these last minutes, the degree to which there are things that mirror New Hope. It's just like, well, this is not J.J. J. Abrams. This is like part of... The yeah. George Lucas design to have everything keep uh, it's Star Wars lingo to just kind yeah. of it's the language to just to keep remix. repeating itself. Well, when George Lucas does it, it's Ring Theory. When J.J. Abrams does it, it's, he's ripping off right. the, the original right. trilogy. So, and in this case, actually reflecting, not even just reflecting in in the in content in theory. It's that there's an actual reflection here that we're just staring at. So I guess thematically the idea is that this is sort of because I was my original thought was that thematically it doesn't make sense because it's not like Qui Gon was redeemed like it's not like the character it's not like Luke and Anakin have the same relationship as Vader and mm-hmm. are and, we talking about the reflection of the laser still no 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was I don't know, I think. <laughs> but I guess you could say that Anakin's fate 
basically like this is where he starts down the dark side and then that last shot in jedi is where he is kind of like redeemed from the dark side so it's kind of like bookends like a mirror more so exactly like much like those lasers are reflected in the shiny floor so you're saying up until this point anakin could have gone either way but this is the final straw oh i don't know that's what kind of why i was wondering about if qui-gon had trained him would he still have been Mm. you know or was it just that obi-wan was not prepared for this burden of of taking on basically adopting an eight-year-old boy and keeping him on the right side of the i was thinking a lot about like my expectations for the prequels versus what the prequels show us in terms of obi-wan because Mm -hmm. i watch uh new hope and i'm like okay the thing with obi-wan is like he saw someone who had a lot of potential and pushed him too far too fast and that was the problem rather than like what we see in the prequels i feel like is like the hubris of someone who doesn't have enough training, like thinking that he can take on somebody, but also like just the fact that Anakin's kind of a d- just no matter what, like it, right. it doesn't, I, I feel like Obi-Wan is kind of blaming in, himself wait, for in things. This that, movie you think he's, he's a jerk. Well, uh, <laughs> later on, okay. I mean, in but that's another thing two and three. I mean, that's another thing that I think is weird about these prequels that i was thinking about like i don't i don't see a, i can't draw a line from the goofy kid that we see in this movie to the angry young man we see in yeah. the other films <laughs> that's a good point that's fair yeah yeah yeah, yeah and it is uh, we've we've mentioned it a couple of times but the, in the conception of it anakin was originally supposed to be more like 12 or or mm. 14 or something and then at the la- almost the last minute they just decided to go with an eight-year-old instead and it it <laughs> so many things would have broken a little bit better if it was if yeah. he was kind of that you know Jeez. preteen, just kind of you know, or teen, I guess. Yeah, tween. It, it would have made the relationship between him and uh, I mean, I'm sure you talked about this, right. but let's talk about it. So we've talked about the lasers. Um, <laughs> the most important. <laughs> right. We got We've to the really bottom of that. <laughs> That's all we got. Later. <laughs> Detective Stu is. <laughs> we, we figured out where his cellular phone is. Right. Uh, with his robe, so it doesn't get wet during the battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then we're like, we don't. Uh, so the Trade Federation ships just exploded, right? Yeah, Anakin blew it up mm-hmm. accidentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was the old dro- battle droids all died. Mm-hmm. Jar Jar was a hero. So this is the battle the, toads all died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't even joke about that, dude. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? 
Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Yeah, so then we cut to uh, Naboo. Everyone's all happy, and we see like the Planet Express ship Right. Very slowly landing. <laughs> I was thinking that, like, I even in this movie, like, I like the designs of things. I like the design of the ship. I mean, it mm-hmm. looks like a, it looks like a CGI ship. That's the problem that right. I have with it. But I like the way it looks. It looks like a Star Wars yeah. ship. Yeah, it's kind of hints of you know, like the blockade runner or something from from mm-hmm. original Star Wars, but not, not ripping it off. It's it's you know, looks like there's an evolution there from what we're seeing now to what we get later. Yeah, I mean, they clearly hired. <laughs> people who can design things and understand design theory right but even if it's designed really well i don't want to watch it slowly land and look <laughs> super fake you were upset the, the slower yeah. it lands i I'm guess the faker ups- the more time you have to be like oh that does look like, if they just showed it for like a second or a couple of frames it would right. be, it would have been easier to hide the uh, um but i guess that was maybe just the limitations of the cgi at the time not that they right. couldn't move fast <laughs> like, yeah. cgi can only go so fast <laughs> Because they have to uh, animate each frame. Uh-huh. Yeah, computer's not good enough. So the ship lands, and all the people come out. The uh, the 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 not the he's not the emperor yet. The chancellor, right? Well, the, for, uh, we get the the scolding of the uh, yeah. the trade federation. What is the deal? <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> Who are these people with uh, the emotions. queen's uh, voice here? Because <laughs> she sounds like she is doing an impression of uh, of. What's his face? Hannibal Lecter. Mm. Like she's like Chancellor. Like who does she's <laughs> Viceroy? Viceroy. <laughs> you'll have to face Stern talking to later on. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a. Um, our best theory is that it's a. It's a kind of uh, formal accent. Okay. Of this kind of uh, you know. Kabuki very, queen. Very, yeah. <laughs> Kabuki <laughs> queen. <laughs> it's so you can't tell the difference between Natalie Portman and Kira Knightley. Right? That too, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's like an official, both. like, when she's dealing with That's how with Kira other... Knightley talks normally, man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so she's doing a Kira Knightley impersonation. She suffered a brain it's injury. It's me, Kira Knightley. <laughs> you may remember me from <laughs> Bend It Like Beckham. Where I, where I didn't bend it like Beckham, but I was near someone who bent it like Beckham. She wasn't the one bending it like Beckham? No, it was, uh, it was her buddy. Oh. Was she was Brandon like Beckham before this ben, one or ben after this like one? Beckham. After this, I think. Because this is this. her first major right. major <laughs> role. <laughs> now, after she broke out from Bennett Like Beckham, she's like, Can, let me be a, an anonymous double for right. <laughs> Natalie Portman <laughs> in this other movie. I'd like to be it. So, let's make it so that you don't know I'm in the movie. Can we do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, Real Daniel Craig. <laughs> That's another so. Force Awakens poll. There we go. Oh, right. I got gotcha. you. So uh, one thing I I, I want to talk about is sure. the really cool M Bison outfits on the oh, gu- yeah. on the palace guards of uh, oh, yeah. the Queen. How they all had those giant hats and like <laughs> really uncomfortably large vests. <laughs> yeah, that's the the height of Nubian fashion. There is the uh, are like on the guards? short pants and uh, and M Bison hats and and swanky vests. And what's that guy, Captain something or other? Captain EO. <laughs> yeah, Captain EO. <laughs> what? Captain OG Reedmore, I think. That's here. <laughs> but no, but I remember they named the, the yeah. like, Captain of the Guards gets a name in this, right? Captain Panaka. Captain Panaka. Now, he gets a really well developed storyline in the later movies, right? 
Uh, he gets written out. Oh, okay. <laughs> his his brother, cousin, Captain Typho, takes it's over. It's like his nephew His or nephew, something. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think that's because after he sassed those Nemodians, they're like, we got to kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he just made it like, the, he's uh, like, your trade federation days are over. And he, the Nemodians just went to, made a gesture to one of their friends. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like how the Trade Federation guys, after they get sassed, just kind of shrug <laughs> yeah, and they like wander yeah, off. Yeah, what like... kind of villains are these? No, like, oh, I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you. You know, like these, like the Senate, or like they just kind of like, oh, shuffle away. Right. And uh, yeah, they don't really Yeah, I just wanted someone to love. <laughs> yeah, what? Next time you drive the battle droids. <laughs> yeah, what Panaka actually says, his great line is. I think you can kiss your trade franchise goodbye. Mm. Which, what? Has trade franchises, like, that's the (laughs) lamest dispatch of a villain ever, you know. It's no hostile, it's just kind of like... I mean, yeah. Don't you remember when kids saw this movie and they were all saying that after they defeated (laughs) their opponents in, I don't know, basketball? Yeah. And once you put the word franchise in there, (laughs) you like, it makes it sound like they're trying to set up a Wendy's on the planet. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, they were. That was the next step. First, they had to to take over so they could change all the zoning regulations. Once they had the zoning fixed, then they could open up the fast food restaurant. So they had to fill out form XK7, but what they did is they filled out the wrong form, so they had to get it filled out in triple K. Lawyers got involved, and it was just, you know, uh, those were all deleted scenes that were cut out of the final <laughs> movie, unfortunately. But uh, but if you want to see it with uh, like a green screen puppet in the background with Natalie Portman explaining this, yeah, you can just pull up the deleted scenes. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. Perfect on the Blu-ray edition. Uh, we also get a trio of cameos. Cameos oh, really? in this scene. Uh, there's uh, three behind-the-scenes folk who make themselves uh, in front of the scenes here. Uh, we get, uh, well, Paul Martin Smith, who's, uh, I believe the lead editor, one of the main editors. Not X-Men this. artist, Paul not, Martin Smith. Not mm. the uh, X-Men edi- uh, <laughs> editor, artist, <laughs> sadly. Um, we also get, uh, producer and, uh, and perhaps the villain, <laughs> the, <laughs> the true, titular Phantom the Menace. The true Phantom, the true menace. <laughs> Rick McCallum, <laughs> who is responsible for the special editions and the prequels, and then know. was banished to the former Yugoslavia. <laughs> <laughs> um I remember that guy's face. Yeah. Oh, he was the he was like the head PR guy, always talking about George's vision and, yeah. and how great totally these the shills were gonna these, be. You know, uh, Jar Jar was gonna revolutionize filmmaking and Number one yes man number one. Yes. Um and those guys are man. here as Nabu Nobles. Nabu Nobles. <laughs> Bookstore <laughs> chain. Nabu Nobles. <laughs> the snack food. Yeah. <laughs> Nabu Nobles. <laughs> Uh, but and then next to them we have Ben Burt, sound designer oh. editor Ben Burt, um, who actually gets a name in this. His his background character is wearing kind of a he looks like he's uh, you know about to give a graduation speech. Um, but his uh, his character his name is Eben Q three Baobab. Wow, Eben Q three Baobab. Any explanation for that? That's interesting. It's an interesting combination of <laughs> syllables and a number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was there any explanation for why? Is that like a sound no. effects inside joke where other sound editors are like, "Oh, nice one." <laughs> I don't know. I'm not like, a sound editor. Well, I guess I am. It maybe. feels like the name <laughs> of a comic character where they do not expect you to ever actually have to say that name out loud. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the joke. He's like, oh, it's like, have fun making this. Something people can say. Other sound editors. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm going to cosplay yeah. as him next, next oh, time yeah, we go should. to Celebration. 
but people keep thinking you're either like <laughs> you're about like, to uh you know give a commencement speech or you're the, yeah. the genus lanny lanny poffo oh. yeah and you're and you're over here offended. I'm like, I'm obviously Eben Q3 yeah. Baobab. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll hide a, a tape recorder and microphone under my robe that I'll occasionally oh, take go. out and go. I'll oh, see, see Ben Burt. <laughs> he was in Jedi, right? Ben Burt wasn't he uh, an oh. Imperial officer who got hit with the? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was the one that the, gets knocked over the railing. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so this podcast counts as a verbal contract, right? So he has to go as this next Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, co- going to yeah. hold it against you. I guess cosplay isn't technically only Halloween. It could be any time. Yeah, in my right. day-to-day life. I think it's more not Halloween. Like, anytime you're dressed up and it's not Halloween, it's cosplay. Otherwise, it's just Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you're saying it's an excuse for <laughs> right. dressing yeah. up. It's, a, it's like St. Patrick's Day for drunks. Right, like, like uh, I do this every day. Why am I suddenly now going to be more drunk than you? Right. Do you think cosplayers <laughs> yeah. scoff at Halloween? Is that what? Yeah, I think oh, so. Uh, amateur yeah. night. That's right. what I call yeah. it. <laughs> oh, sexy pirate. Right. Yeah. Great. But you're 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 suggesting that as if a drunk on St. Patrick's Day is like, nope, I'm not touching the sauce tonight, <laughs> oh. honey. Oh yeah, just the same as cosplayers. That's the one day they'd walk around in jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's that's the. Yeah. Or they just like, stay I'm inside. a normie. Yeah. See, I'm not a drunk. It's St. Patrick's Day, and I'm not drunk. That proves I don't have a drinking <laughs> <Yeah>. problem. <laughs> but come March 18th. Oh yeah. Passed out in the street. <laughs> Carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at Carmax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Um, also, I love the idea of uh, them, like, their punishment is they have to go back and explain themselves. <laughs> it's like mommy or something. You know, they're like, you're going to have to explain yourselves to the Senate. And they're going to just have to go and give a, like, a, like a formal report onto what they did wrong. Which I'm, be like, oh. I'm, I'm sure George wrote a treatment that had that oh, yeah. full explanation to the Senate. Cause and a whole another scene of them like, like, we need more meetings in this movie. <laughs> that would have been a great po If this was done now, they would have done it as a post-credits sequence <laughs> right. where they're they labor like 20-minute explanation, explanation. Telling Samuel Jackson about why they, how they screwed up the, uh, the, uh, the plan. Well, no, I guess it would be to uh, Chancellor... Terrence Stamp. Well, no, he's been ousted already by this point, right? Did they do the election? He is, is, oh. is Palpatine Supreme Chancellor at this point? I think he is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
I felt so bad for Terrence Stamp. <laughs> like, he's not only in the movie, but he also gets fired in the movie. And yeah. he just looks so bummed. <laughs> have you have you heard the story with him? Like, like they convinced him to do... They're like, hey, do you want to be in the new Star Wars? He's like, no, not really. And they're like, well, you know, George Lucas wants you to have you in it. And he says, you know, uh, you get to be president of the galaxy. He's like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. Maybe I'll do it. And he thought like, he was really going to be president of the galaxy. Yeah, not just in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they're like, you know, they're like, oh yeah, George is, you know, he's he's gonna, you know, give you something special, you know, uh, um, you know, for because he was only there for a couple of days. He's like, you know, sorry about, you know, whatever. A he's real like filming something else. Lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I don't know what he thought it was gonna be, but then apparently it was like it was basically like a like a Jar Jar coloring book or something along oh. those lines. It was something just like completely ridiculous that way like not special at all and demeaning and embarrassing for for Terrence Stamp. Wow. So I don't know the full so the makes full it deal. So much full story. I forgot where I heard that, but it's, yeah. You thought you were bummed out before. Yeah. Right? yeah. Now that he got paid in coloring books. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, that's his, really to his be agent yeah. fault. That, that's that in should, his writer in his contract. <laughs> that should run as a ticker under that scene <laughs> where he gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> It's a pop-up video. Right. <laughs> yeah. Terrence Stamp got paid in coloring books. <laughs> well, you can see it right. in his face. Yeah. yeah, that's how he That's how he got that emotion out of him. He's like, oh, uh, okay, get ready for the next scene. Oh, by the way, we're paying you in coloring books. And just slumps <laughs> down in the chair, dejected and broken. And who says George Lucas doesn't know how to handle actors? <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. Maybe he's still more crazier than we... Not crazy. Anyway. Uh, do we have anything else for this minute? Uh, no, that's pretty much all I had for 126. Did you, uh, do you have anything else? Uh, you guys have any? That's all I got. We Pal- talked about the reflection, right? Pal- Pal- <laughs> <laughs> do we get to the bottom of this laser reflection? <laughs> uh, and we get Palpatine, uh, Palpatine shows up with his, uh, guys who are dressed in an echo of, uh, the Royal Guard. Yeah, the right? blue yeah. guards. Uh-huh, I like their cool little crests, the, mm-hmm. like, yeah. feather crests they have. And then he starts to, uh, he starts to say some, uh, some, uh, but foreshadowing, basically. Yeah. Well, he says he's great, grateful to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Sure. Aren't we all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, For yeah. trying the hardest in this movie. Uh, yeah, the the Emperor and... Uh, they don't really get any... Obi-Wan's not involved in any scenes with the Emperor, really. Is he? Ever? In the rest of the movie. I don't think they really have any... I mean, he might meet him as part of a group meeting, but the it's not like... The rest of this movie? Or the rest no. of the trilogy? No, in this movie, I think they have one more scene together, but... But in the rest of the trilogy, there's no there's no adversarial relationship with him. I don't think so. I don't okay. know. Again, so, I, this one I've seen the most. The other ones I'm not so yeah. sure on. So we'll, we'll find out yeah, next year. True. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, guys, hopefully you can come back tomorrow. Yep. Uh, okay. I'll, I mean, I love this minute. So let's, Right. Yeah. yeah. Might be all downhill <laughs> from here. But... Uh, <laughs> Um, and uh, listeners at home, hopefully you can come back tomorrow. In the meantime, go uh, Facebook and Twitter. We're Star Wars Minute on both of those. Star and, Wars. Oh, that was. Me. And we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Now. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.